you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey there, it's Crystal, and I'm very excited to be back again, this time talking about wisdom. In 2 Chronicles 1, 7-12, we read the account of Solomon asking for wisdom and knowledge. You may remember the Lord then granted his request, along with riches, wealth, and honor. He became known for his wisdom, and the Lord used him to pen many thoughts about wisdom itself in the book of Proverbs. That being said, I think we can all agree that having wisdom and exercising wisdom are two very different things. And we see evidence of that in the number of wives he had. (laughs) My favorite verse about wisdom is Proverbs 4-7. It says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. It is so simple and direct, both of which things I appreciate. No need to overcomplicate things, and I'm always in favor of getting right to the point. So with that in mind, let's jump in here and define some terms. This verse tells us that wisdom is the principle, that is, the chief or most important thing. The most important thing. I don't know about you, but if God finds wisdom that important, I want to know more about it, and I definitely want to know how to get it. Keep in mind that God is not speaking of earthly wisdom here. 1 Corinthians 3.19 says, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. James 3.13-17 compares earthly wisdom with heavenly wisdom. We find that earthly wisdom causes confusion, and I think we can all agree that we've seen evidence of that in this last year. Wisdom is defined as the right use or exercise of knowledge. You may be thinking, what knowledge? The knowledge of God's word. We're told in Proverbs 4-7 to get wisdom. How do we get wisdom, which is ultimately given by God? If you have your Bible, turn over to Proverbs 2 and let's take a closer look. As I read these first nine verses, I want you to listen closely for the verbs or the action words. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding. If thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity. Yea, every good path. Did you catch them all? Here's my list, which I have underlined in my Bible. Receive, hide, Incline, apply, criest, liftest, seekest, searchest, understand, find. Notice the shift in verse 6 to the actions the Lord will take. Giveth, cometh, layeth, 
as our buckler, you could say he shields us, keepeth, preserveth. And then it's back to us in verse 9 with the word understand again. So let's take a closer look at some of those. To receive is to take or accept. So we're to accept his words, hide, to treasure or esteem. We are to treasure his commandments. Incline means to lean in and have an appetite for. So we should be leaning in and having an appetite for wisdom. Then that word apply. Apply thine heart to understanding. Apply there is to fix the mind. Engage with attention. In verse 3, criest and then liftest up thy voice, both have the meaning of calling out or crying out. We should be calling out for knowledge and understanding. In verse 4, seekest and searchest. It's to seek to find, to secure something, but also to desire it. We should desire wisdom. Verse 5, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord. Understand just means to comprehend. And we're going to talk more about the fear of the Lord a little bit later. Find the knowledge of God. To find is to obtain by seeking. Verse 6 says, for the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. I think it's plain to see that while God is ultimately the giver of wisdom, he expects us to put some effort into obtaining it. If we are going to be able to exercise the knowledge of God's word, we have to know God's word. We have to put in the time and effort to read and study God's word. You're thinking, or you may be thinking, oh, come on, Crystal, this again. And my answer is yes. Flip back to Proverbs 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Psalm 111, 10 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. Now we can see the connection between the fear of the Lord and wisdom. This type of fear is a proper respect of God, which compels us to abandon evil ways, teaches us wisdom, and leads to confidence. If we have a proper respect of God, wouldn't we also have a proper respect for His Word? Wouldn't we see the value in making time to read and study God's Word? Wouldn't we obey His command to study? 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now listen to Proverbs 1.29. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. There's that word choose again. If you follow me on social media, you may remember a post not long ago about how that word choose is woven throughout the whole Bible. Once we've chosen to accept the free gift of salvation, we've been given everything necessary to choose the right and the good, to choose to follow the Lord with our whole hearts and to continually grow in our walk with him. We must choose. We must choose to seek wisdom from God's word. We must choose to develop that habit of Bible reading and Bible study. And I know that that can be difficult for some people. And I am often asked, how do you study the Bible? And I'm just going to tell you what has 
I guess, developed over time for me. It's not a right or a wrong way to study the Bible. It's just making a decision to get into God's Word and study. In the beginning, I used a lot of Bible studies, and that helped me get started. But as I grew, I was able to start choosing a book of the Bible to study for myself. And so that's what I want to talk about today is when you're studying and you've decided or the Lord has led you to study through a book of the Bible, I'm just going to give you my simple Bible study tips, which are also found in Pullin' Weeds, Plant Seeds or saved as a highlight on my Instagram account. So once you've decided on a book of the Bible to study, the first thing I'm going to say is that you always need to pray before you read. The Bible is a spiritual book, and we need to ask for understanding. We need to ask for help from the Holy Spirit that dwells within us to understand what we read. Now, I like to read one whole chapter or the whole book if it is a short book. So every day I'm going to be rereading that chapter or book. For example, if I chose to study Galatians, if I'm going to read through Galatians each day, and then to start out with, I might focus on chapter one, verses one through five, and that would be where I would focus for the day, and I would look up definitions. I like to use the Webster's 1828 Dictionary or the Strong's Concordance. I would use my cross-references and look up other verses that are referenced there. And I would just write down my thoughts and my questions even that I have about that passage. Then I would take the day to meditate on that, think about it, and just ask the Lord what He wants me to learn from it. Always seek to study for what the Lord wants to do in your own heart, not just to gain knowledge about the Bible. And so after that day, as I've thought about it, meditated on it, the next day I'm going to reread that chapter or book, and I'm going to update my notes with any new thoughts I had throughout the day before. And then if I'm ready, if I feel like I can move on, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, um, I will go ahead and go to the next phrase, verse, or passage that I feel the Lord wants me to focus on. So again, in Galatians, I might then look at verses 6 through 10. So when you study, you're moving slowly through the whole chapter. You are not, it's not about speed. You're taking your time and really trying to dig into God's word. I would caution you, though, when I don't understand something, I don't immediately reach for a commentary. First, I spend time praying about it, meditating on it, and asking the Lord to give me understanding. And then if I still feel like I need to consult a commentary, I will. But I just, I like to be careful with those because remember, those are written by man and I want to learn from the Lord first. As I said before, this is just a process that developed over time for me. It's not the only way to study the Bible or the right way to study the Bible. It's just the way that has worked for me as I have grown in my walk with the Lord. And then I also want to mention, um, I've recently started reading my Bible through pretty quickly, trying to read it through four times a year. And 
when I decided to do that, I wanted to be very careful that it didn't become something that I just checked off my to-do list. And so what I do with that each day, and, and you've probably seen it on Instagram if you follow me, is that as I'm reading, I have prayed and asked the Lord just to show me something that he wants me to consider for that day. I just like to take a few minutes at the end of my reading to kind of sum up my thoughts and to give me something to focus on for the day. And I I would encourage you to do that with your Bible reading so that it isn't something you're just checking off your to-do list, but it's something that's giving you something that you can consider and apply to your own lives. And finally, wherever you are in the process of learning to read and study your Bible, I would just encourage you not to compare yourself to anyone else. When I think about when I first started, if I had seen what I do now as the target, as the goal, I would have been overwhelmed and probably quit. So whether you're just beginning, start small, or maybe you feel the Lord prompting you to dig in and study more, then do that. But don't compare yourself to anyone else. Just seek the Lord, draw nigh to him, and he will draw nigh to you. As we read and study God's word, we're taking action, just like we saw in Proverbs 2. We're receiving his words, we're treasuring his commandments, inclining our ear to wisdom, and applying our heart to understanding, crying and lifting up our voice for wisdom and understanding, seeking it and searching for it, and the Lord will give us wisdom. And I want to leave you with Proverbs 3.13, where it says, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. And of course, the word happy there is to be blessed. So I hope that this has been an encouragement to you. I pray that you will seek after wisdom as God asks us to and enjoy the blessings of it. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.